Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Yeah, I just feel like uh, every month... One of you nice people from the White House comes on the show to talk about inflation, and you talk about these tools uh, in the president's toolkit, and you don't use them. You don't use these tools. Uh, and, you know, there's debating and discussing going on, uh, and meanwhile, prices are still going up. Look, the, you know, the president right now is in the Middle East because he wants to uh, try to get as much oil on the market as possible. That is the way that we bring down prices. Jake Tapper not taking any of their ass from the White House on CNN yesterday. You talk about these tools, but you never use them. Uh, by the way, I got uh, I got an illness of some sort, and I'm trying to remember the old saying: Is it starve a COVID, feed a monkey pox? Or that's is it, it? Yep. Yeah, because I don't yep, know which I have. Anyway, um, inflation is clearly the number one story in America right now, and is going to be for a while, uh, whether you like it or not. I was doing a. I got into a deep dive on interest rates last night in my cold-induced haze for some reason. You know, um, Paul Volcker was the head of the Fed the last time we whipped inflation. Now, the inflation that had started in the seventies, and Jimmy Carter came along and brought in this uh, Volcker guy, and then Reagan re-nominated uh, him, so he stayed around for a while, but. He jumped interest rates, so we're, we, we had, what, a, a 0.75 jump 
not long ago, and it got a lot of attention, and the stock market reacted, and it was the biggest jump in 30 years or whatever. Volcker came in and started jumping the interest rates five percentage points at a time. Oh! That's no soft landing. That's shooting you out of the air. So they had gone with, in the late 70s, something called stop and go, I think that was. It was the idea they would, like, hit you with a high interest rate and then go back low. Hit you with a high interest rate and go back low. Didn't work. Because businesses were like, I'm no way. I know the interest rate's low, but I'm not investing because I know what you're going to do here soon. So, and it just didn't work. So wow. he came in and it, it just was stop, no stop and go, just stop, and jumped up interest rates a lot and fast and just crushed everything. But um, and it caused a recession. But it ended inflation, and we haven't had it since then. Since like what 1982 or something, we've really not had any inflation to worry about. So I don't know if this Fed. Or the current stock market would allow for the sort of thing where you'd come along and have a five-point jump all at once. Holy cow, that would get your attention. Yeah, yeah, I just... But that might be what it takes. Yeah, I suppose so. Although I think the Fed is going to just keep booping it up by three-quarters of a percent until they see, you know, significant results. Uh, they're they're guessing because the circumstances are so different. Every every sure, generation or so, they declare that they figured it all out. Uh, Alan Greenspan seemed to have, but uh, you know, in defense of the Biden administration, which I rarely rise to, um, you know, the the pandemic and the supply chain issues and the rest of it, and then the war in Ukraine and gas prices, blah, that has absolutely had an effect on inflation. You know, unfortunately, when you exacerbate it through wild, irresponsible monetary policies for, you know, a couple of generations, Republicans, you too, um, you just you can't point at the other couple of factors that are involved and say it was that it was that. Well, yeah, but you're on the hot seat, too, inappropriately. Oh, speaking of being on the hot seat, a nice lady who is uh, arguing with Jake Tapper, Cecilia Rouse, who has got to just be thrilled that she's been sent out to uh, to defend the administration uh, defending the indefensible as so often happens. Uh, what's that? We're going to play clip number 35. I like this. Yeah, Jake Tapper going after her. Congress needs a, we need to, we're open and willing. It's a great time for Congress to act on these important economic initiatives. Right. He's the Democratic president and the Congress is controlled by Democrats. So it's not as though you guys don't have each other's phone numbers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the truth is there's a limited uh, amount that the executive can do, well, or, or Congress, for that matter. Well, you know, again, looking at the last time we had inflation this high, it was about the Fed and bumping up interest rates, and we had the highest interest rates we've ever had. So the lowest interest rates we've ever had, 2008 and March of 2020, when it was basically zero, we've been hovering around the lowest interest rates ever for a while. And mm-hmm. people have just gotten so used to it that the higher numbers sound shocking like if we did a five point jump like they did back in the 80s well because they've been hanging around nothing that seems extraordinary but the highest fed rate ever was 20 percent in 1980 it was briefly in uh, 1981 it jumped up to 21.5 percent for one month 21.5 percent interest rate to choke off inflation I don't know if that's what it takes this time and what that's going to look like for home loans or car loans or your credit card. I can't even imagine. Jack, the dispatch mentions that the annual rate of inflation, 9.1% in June, is the highest level since 1981 when Dodgers lefty Fernando Valenzuela was awarded the National League Rookie of the Year. (laughs) Fantastic.
Appreciate that. Thank you, Dispatch. <laughs> Who is the batting champ? Uh, so hourly earnings uh, were up about 5% in June 2021. That's what we call the inflationary spiral. But since you have to adjust for inflation, they've actually fallen 3.6 over the past year, faster than at any point in the last 40 years. So congratulations. Everybody took a 3.5% pay cut, even as you got a raise. So, uh, whoops. Well, that's why, um, you know, that could continue for quite a few years. If you looked at those inflation charts starting in the mid-70s through about 81, inflation could stay high for a while. And at some point, these, you know, 3%, 5%, whatever pay cuts were all taken, you'd be willing to take a very high interest rate. If that's going to stop me from losing 3 4 5% of my wages every single year. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. Nobody knows what the right thing is to do. There's a lot of guessing that that happens there, but we do have a precedent of uh, of, of 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 punishing the economy with high interest rates and fixing it in the past. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and it has gotten fixed, and it has ended uh, somewhat painfully at times. But so I don't, it will not go on forever, barring some twist in the road, because fate loves to. You know, uh, throw a knuckleball at you like uh, the great Fernando Valenzuela. Um, just when you think, okay, all right, I got all the factors in mind. We know what to do. And then, boom, there's a war or something crazy like that. You but, know what I would like to know, though, is the difference culturally with spending oh. between those high interest rates and if you tried to do it now. My guess is that uh, because, you know, this is my parents' generation and they were raised by the um, Depression generation. My guess is there was a lot more household savings going on at that time. There was a lot more delayed gratification and not buying stuff on interest payments going on at that time. There was a lot more living in smaller houses because it's a good idea. You know, just different culturally in terms of spending back then. It might be a way bigger shock to our system to have those kind of high interest rates with the way we currently live our lives. Yeah, the cocaine binge economy, where we all spend like we're a sailor on leave with a snoot full of blow. Right. Yeah, that's just, it's not sustainable. And need to live in a McMansion and put everything on the credit card, because I'm not going to taper back my vacations or anything else, by God. Right, right, right. So another comment that I thought was apt from the good folks at the Dispatch, they mentioned how some of the previous month's economic reports had some some... Uh, nuggets of good news and that sort of thing. But yesterday's release was p- pretty much all dreck, no nuggets. Uh-huh. The month over month. Nuggets of good news. Uh, the month over month number for June uh, was 30% higher than May's and more than four times the April figure. Core inflation ticked back up, as did services inflation, and upward price pressures have clearly trickled into parts of the economy largely untouched by supply chain snarls and rising energy costs. Okay, that's an interesting and important distinction. You can blame a lot of the inflation on, you know, the supply chain thing, uh, energy costs, the war, blah, blah, blah. But at some point, the infection spreads to all sectors of the economy. And that's when you get the whirlwind or the inflationary spiral. Uh, Rent, for example, went up in June more than it has in any month since 1986. The Chinese are not shipping us rental properties on container ships. Okay, Russia the rent has not. It's ch- too damn high. You know that's that's that is more or less my point, sir. Thank you. Um, <laughs> the the Russians are uh, have not cut off uh, piping rental properties through the Nord Stream pipeline to Europe. This is independent. If extrapolated out to a full year, book prices uh, rose in June at a 19.2% annual clip. So did the prices of bread, processed seafood, juice, 
footwear, linens, used cars, said Jason Furman, Harvard University economist, former chair of President Obama's Council of Economic Advisors, quote, there just wasn't a lot in this report to give anyone comfort about anything. Almost all of the news in it was bad. Wow. (laughs) Wow. But it will turn. It will change. Well, what's your point with that? Of course it will. Well, yeah. But I just uh, my point is not to pressure the crap out of people. Not to airing it out like animal show. What's my point? It's not try try to avoid driving our listeners' heads into the oven. <laughs> the hell kind of question is that? <laughs> you having a good time, Joe? Of course it will end. But I how how long? How much money am I going to lose? Or are you going to lose? Are we all going to lose before two and a half years and sixty thousand dollars? And I think I think we should have I think what I was just talking about, there should be somebody at a blackboard talking about this on the evening news and we should have a national conversation. What do we want to do, people? Do we want to try what we did in the early 80s? Do we want to jump the interest rate up so high that we choke off inflation? Who's in? Show of hands. I mean, I feel like we need to have this national conversation about this as opposed to just we're, we're just kind of like shuffling along, kind of hoping it'll magically go away without any major uh, moves by somebody. I'm sorry, I didn't hear what you said. I was paying attention to the January 6th hearings and a story I saw that AOC's a communist. <laughs> Or somebody yelled at her that she has a nice ass yesterday as she was walking up the steps of the Capitol. Um, Well, accurate, but inappropriate. (laughs) Yeah, fact check, true, but not the right thing to say to a a congressperson. No, indeed. It's disrespectful. Well, it's it's just, it's it's rude. Yeah. Don't be rude. No, not cool. Not Manners cool. matter, folks. Come not on. Cool. And and if you think it's cool to yell nice ass to a hot chick because she's a Democrat, but you'd be horrified if she's a Republican, that's not cool either. Well, and if you just yell, quote unquote, nice ass at women, in general, you're a pig. Well, yeah, that's my point. Yes, right. Putting politics aside. Just don't. That's <laughs> sure. a thing to yell at someone. <laughs> Anywho, there you go. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. The, the stuff I got on Russia is not exactly cheery. Uh, there is actually some good economic news that a bunch of retailers are saying we need to slash prices to offload excess inventory. So that's going to be a downward pressure on inflation. And a bunch of commodity prices have plunged in recent weeks um, because certain scary things haven't happened. So, you know, it's a mixed bag. Something maybe you haven't heard about the whole Uvalde video and how that came out and what's behind it. Pretty interesting. I don't know where this is going either. Among other things on the way. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Received this email from Al Anonymous. Guys, my brother works from home and has a neighbor whose dog makes him mental by barking all day. What do you do about that, Jack? There are a number of alternatives, I suppose. I had some neighbors once. They did the whole, they did an operation on all three of their beagles to have their voice boxes taken out. And it was horrible to listen to them because they would just go, oh, 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 oh. It wasn't very loud. Oh, yeah. They kept barking yeah. like crazy, but they had their voice boxes taken out. Yeah, I've uh, I've heard those dogs, too, and it's so troubling. I'm not sure that it's better than barking. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the Three Beagles was the name of the choral group I was in in high school. That 
You go to old folks' Sing homes. the old songs, yeah. Well, we were the four Beagles, but uh, Jimmy quit. He had to. Got the uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> Beagles are loud sons of bitches. I'll tell you what. They are a yappy dog. So anyway, uh, Al Anonymous' brother works from home, and his neighbor's dog makes him, quote-unquote, mental by barking all day. What are you going to do in the 21st century? Well, of course, you're going to do a remix of the dog barking and blast it at your neighbors through your patio speakers at maximum volume. This goes on for quite some time. We'll just play a short part of it, but... <laughs> hey, 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 barking dog people. How do you, how do, you do that? I'm only, I, like, I am... I don't like my own dog barking in the backyard, and it doesn't happen very long before I either let him back in or whatever, encourage him to quit or something. I... I uh, I'll be very broad about this, but someone I used to know, I'd go to their house on a fairly regular basis. They had, they had dogs that would just stand there and bark nonstop like that, very loud, like right at the right. door. And they just acted like it wasn't happening. We'd be sitting there on the couch having a conversation. It's like, it's making me insane. It's got to be making your neighbors insane. How do you not hear that? Yeah, I <laughs> it's know. It's none of my business, so I'd never send anything. Maybe when they tease apart the human genome, uh, they can they can figure that out. But yeah, I've been at folks' houses, and these are people I like, where their dog is just going ape ass and loud. That's right. Uh, the uh, that was Hillary Clinton, wasn't it? Wow. Um, and at that horrible high pitch that the yappy little dog does, and they just act like it's not happening at all, and it's killing me, my ears and my brain and everything. Right. So. Anyway, our correspondent writes, uh, no word on how that went, but I couldn't resist sending this to you. Uh, da, da, da. And he says the guitar solo is amazing. I, we didn't get that far. But meanwhile, pretty sure the dog is still barking. Yeah. yeah. So I was just wondering, if you're uh, if you're my dog barks all the time person, how do you deal with that? We got this text on what we were just talking about, which was an excellent point, because I was talking about how uh, the last time we had inflation this high 40 years ago, the Fed chairman started bumping rates five points at a time. Until we got up to 20% and choked off the economy and ended inflation for like the next 40 years, really. Um, and uh, somebody made the point, yeah, we didn't have the kind of national debt that we have now. What would that do to our debt payment? Well, we got into that a little bit yesterday, but that was around like if we end up at like 4 or 5%, how incredibly expensive the service on our debt is going to be because we owe $32 trillion. Um, it'll be more than the entire uh, uh, budget we spend on defense, which is extraordinary. We'll be spending on, you know, the interest on our credit card. What would mm-hmm. it be if we got up to like 20% interest rates? It, that might be why we're not doing it. it. might just not, the math might not work. You just can't afford it. Well, it would either be politically disastrous because we'd have to dismantle chunks of our giant bloated welfare state, or we'd have to actually shake up and reduce government, and the government employee unions would go crazy and withhold their uh, checks to the politicians. So, yeah, that would be, uh, that would be, actually, that'd be the best thing that could happen to this country for a long time. If we were forced to rein in spending, we were forced to regain our fiscal responsibility footing, but I don't see it happening. The president is in the Middle East, what they are talking about and what they are not talking about. All very interesting. Highlights on that coming up. 
Armstrong and Getty. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck... You buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. You have an ironclad commitment from the United States of America to Israel's security, an ironclad commitment. We'll make sure that Israel can defend itself by itself. You and I also discussed America's commitment to ensuring Iran never obtains a nuclear weapon. This is a vital security interest to both Israel and the United States, and I would add for the rest of the world as well. So that's Joe Biden in the Middle East, his first trip to the Middle East, which shockingly, for the first time in over half a century, does not cl- include a plan for peace or two-state solution or something that he's sh- showing up or whatever. It just That's not really a thing anymore, apparently, uh, since a whole bunch of states, 
just a couple of years ago, uh, four Arab League nations uh, established diplomatic relations with Israel, kind of ending the whole thing. And uh, I think that's what he's going to be in Saudi Arabia to talk about is Israel, all those countries, us in Saudi Arabia joining together to counter Iran. I think that's what's happening. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. I was going to say the whole I'm going over there to secure energy and lower gas prices. That's just a convenient uh, coincidence that he's over there. And maybe he'll talk to OPEC about, hey, can you raise production? But. That's A, not the reason for the trip, and B, won't do any good anyway. I just think that's a a PR move. How serious is Joe Biden? He goes on. We mean what we say. They have an opportunity to accept this agreement's been laid down. If they don't, we made it absolutely clear. We will not, let me say it again, we will not allow Iran to acquire a nuclear weapon. And the joint signed statement between the United States and Israel, and Israel doesn't mess around. Uh, on this stuff, committed to, quote, to never allow Iran to acquire a nuclear weapon. And Biden was asked, and he said, military force as a last resort, but military force if necessary, to stop Iran from getting a nuclear weapon. Now, if we alone were saying that, I'd think, yeah, maybe, maybe not. Depends on who's president at the time. Uh, Sometimes we talk loud about this sort of stuff and then say, ah, what are you going to do? I guess North Korea is going to get a nuke. Um Israel is not going to do. That's a joint statement between us and Israel. Israel is not going to allow Iran to get a nuclear weapon. They just aren't. Right, and as I commented earlier, uh, the uh, the president, our president, who sounds really old. I was just yeah. talking to my dad last night. He's 81, going on 82. He's getting over the COVID, as a matter of fact. He's feeling good, though. Um, uh, he sounds way sharper than Joe Biden. Oh, yeah. We, we didn't talk about the... Peter Baker, some people call it a hit piece in the New York Times over the weekend about Biden's age. From the New York Times, Peter Baker, the author of so many Russia collusion stories about Trump and everything like that, writes this piece that sounds like it was designed by Fox News or something, or the New York Post, to damage Joe Biden. It was a front page of the New York Times on Sunday about going through all of his physical and mental problems that show his age. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's it's a story. It's a legit story. But the the fact that the mainstream media has decided, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start pointing this stuff out to the highest level, and the, he had an example in there that um, his staff is really afraid he's going to trip on some wires because everywhere he speaks, there's a microphone and lots of cords going everywhere that I'm sure they have taped down and rugs over him, everything like that. But because mm-hmm. he shuffles so much now, if you notice the way he walks, he doesn't lift yeah. his feet. He just slides his feet, and they're afraid he's actually going to trip over cords and fall down. Yeah, wow. And anyway, he didn't uh, do that just a few months ago, like when he got elected. Mm-hmm. True. He uh, During the campaign, if you recall, during the few times he came out of the basement, he actually did that, uh, that awkward, self-conscious jogging on the stage to show how young and vital he was. Yeah, now he shuffles everywhere. Watch me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to the substance of the thing. Uh, President Biden said, we're going to let diplomacy work. Uh, military is a last resort. And his counterpart, the Israeli leader, said, uh, no, diplomacy is not going to work. It's going to be military. So anyway, you know, which is fine. Uh, those Good statements top, are for their. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And just uh, Biden has to say that to his domestic audience. But. Uh, whether we, they, anybody can actually prevent Iran from getting a nuke and what happens if they do is anybody's guess. I think the North Korea example is a pretty good one. 
Uh, so I already uh, North you Korea, another comment on that. But North Korea is a completely different situation than Iran. I could believe North Korea could exist forever without ever hurting anybody with a, with a nuclear weapon because it would be the end of them. Who knows what Iran thinks about that? They've been the world's leading export of state terror like my whole life. Um, they are a, they are a terrorist state as declared, and um, and they have vowed to to wipe Israel off the map and the United States, by the way. But uh, yeah, I, they're religious zealots. Y- yeah, yeah. Who 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 believe dying would be a good thing? So what they would do with a nuke? I don't think we can risk that. No, no. Although you know, prying it out of their cold dead hands is going to be an ugly process. Israel is going to bomb the crap out of uh, whatever it takes. Kill another couple of scientists or blow up another facility. Yeah, I wonder. So anyway, that's why Biden is in the Middle East to shore up those uh, relationships. Uh, It's not about gas prices. I mean, like I said, he'll ask, but it's not about that. And there's one more thing that everybody's pretending matters that doesn't really. And I realize that sounds cold. I'll explain. Clip number 60, please, Michael. There is some opposition back home to your meeting with Saudi leaders this week. What will you say to Saudi leaders, specifically to Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, about the Khashoggi murder and other human rights practices? And if I may, uh, Prime Minister Lapid, how close are you to an agreement with Saudi Arabia to gain overflight rights, and should we expect that soon? Thank you. My views on Khashoggi have made been absolutely, positively clear. Um, and. I have never been quiet about talking about human rights. Joe Getty, however, comes out pro-bone-sawing of journalists. Uh, Here's the deal. Here's what happens behind closed doors. And, I, you know, there are just times, uh, all this bull-ass that we spend time talking about is a distraction from the real stuff. And that's what bothers me about it. Whether AOC has a nice Heine, uh, you know, just the dumb arguments that go on. The the killing, the abduction, killing, dismembering, etc. of uh, Mr. Khashoggi was loathsome. It was loathsome and inexcusable. So what we've said to the Saudis was, dudes, you got to be a hell of a lot more careful who you kill or we will bring the hammer down on you. But we got to work together against Iran, so let's get started. I mean, it's as simple as that. The idea that... We are going to or can or should call every loathsome regime we have to partner with on all their loathsomeness all the time. It's just not an adult doesn't see foreign policy that way. Yes, it's loathsome. There's a lot that happens around the world that's awful and inexcusable. But if you're running a superpower, you don't approve of it, but you got to deal with it. God, how many jailings, beatings and murders unjustly occur at the hands of the Saudi Arabian government every sure. day. <laughs> yeah. This one journalist getting so much attention. Again, I'm not for it, but no. that's that's who they are, and it's the counter to Iran, which we were just talking about, them and the nuke and threatening Israel, blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, you deal with who you got to deal with. Well, and I don't want to be cynical. I'm just trying to be realistic about it. Um, we have brought it up, various administrations now, uh, multiple times made powerful statements, made serious demands, etc. Are we going to bring it up every time we meet with the Saudis for the next, what, five years, 10 years, 25 years? Secondly, God bless him, Mr. Khashoggi did not have that coming, and it was awful and inexcusable. 
On the other hand, the fact that he was part of the D.C. media elite matters, I think. That's why they keep oh, bringing him up, because right. he was their friend. And I get it. So he didn't have it coming insinuates that you feel like some people do have a bone sawing coming. Some. Okay. Do I have a list? I'm not prepared to disclose I, that. I could think a couple of people. I feel like they've laid the groundwork for a bone sawing <laughs> in their lives. Barbaric! Wow. That is barbaric, Senator Byrd. Don't worry about the Klan stuff. That's, uh, <laughs> oh, jeez. You got rehabilitated. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so... That, that was Robert Byrd, wasn't it? He's shouting, barbaric! Yeah. So, yeah. you think Biden is actually going to bring up Khashoggi's name to MBS? Because he, he because he has to, like, an earshot of journalists? Or he just say, well... Because, I mean, if, if he does it, there's going to be some sort of, like, eye contact between him and MBS where <laughs> Biden's saying, I got to say this. And MBS, MBS saying, I know you got to say it. I don't mean anything by it. I know you don't mean anything about it. I mean, that'll be the body language. If it happens at all, that'll be it. Although, I, I think what they will claim is uh, that we brought it up in a private meeting and, and, and we're very, uh, very blunt and straightforward in and our he demands. Prom- he promised me they will uh, effort uh, human rights, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. Box checked. Moving along. <laughs> Moving along to the reality of the world. Which is we got to stop Iran from getting a nuclear weapon, right? An insane terrorist regime is about to have the ultimate weapon. Yeah. Well, Saudi yeah, Arabia is not going to allow Iran to get a nuclear weapon either, are they? Uh no, they're pretty intent on that not happening. Yeah. So between them and Israel, who again might be flying our planes side by side at some point, I just I, I don't know. Iran better have a very deep in a mountain uh, place to build their bomb, or it ain't going to happen. Boy. These times are spicy. Yep. Too too spicy. That's the status quo, Joe. You know, thank you, Bernie. Uh, you know what I think happened is we went through a weird anomaly of world history where times weren't that spicy. Mm-hmm. They've always been very spicy. And we just had this weird, like, valley of blandness that we thought was the norm. Yeah, and follow it, the Berlin Wall through 9-11, which interrupted uh, for a while. Uh, but yeah, now we're back to the norm. The Soviets gone, China pretending to be our buddy, us naively believing it. Yeah. Oh, well, it's fun while it lasted. That was a good time, wasn't it? Uh, what percentage of Americans think we're already in a recession? I think that number might matter more than what any economist says. Among other things we can talk about. Stay with us. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. The Armstrong and Getty Show. His disapproval rating on inflation is topping 70%. His disapproval rating overall is still in the 50s. But if you compare that to every single other president at this point in the first term, throughout polling history, this goes all the way back since the 1940s, he is the worst on (laughs) both. And the reason he is the worst overall is because inflation is eating his presidency alive at this Mm. point. That's a guy on CNN looking at data going back to the 40s, and Biden has the worst polling numbers that have ever occurred among a U.S. president around the economy and inflation. Hmm. That's uh, that's something. Um, you know, a combination of inheriting an awful situation and handling it terribly with awful messaging, slapdash, you know, just presentations. It's just so. I think our peak inflation rate was. 14% hanging around there, around like 78, 79, something like that. That's high. You know, we had 9% yesterday. Um, and presidents weren't getting as low a numbers. Why? Because people had a perception, I guess, that who was ever, whoever was president at the time of those really high numbers, uh, Carter and early Reagan, um, were doing something about it, I guess. And people's mm-hmm. perception now is that the White House isn't, I guess, or we're, or we have different attitudes. Uh, we we maybe we didn't feel like the president could fix everything with a stroke of a pen like we tend to think now. You know, it's funny. I was just going to say I found my fairness hat behind an old golf bag in the garage the other day. I was going to throw it on. Um, <laughs> I was going to bring up the twenty four hour news cycle, right? And and social media, uh, meaning because uh, they they fuel this never ending discussion of politics, which is the real national pastime now. Everybody's well, talking about politics all the time. That's not a good national pastime. And then you combine that with with your point, which I think is an excellent one that. We view the president as all-powerful. We expect him to solve all problems, bring all benefits, and... And uh, if anything bad goes, it's clearly the president's fault, and be- which is a d- idiotic and juvenile way to look at it. And yes, the Biden administration is utterly incompetent. 
Yeah, speaking to that, this is Josh Krashauer, who is uh, with Axios. He was on uh, Fox yesterday. This administration hasn't really acknowledged the degree of inflation. They were spinning today that gas prices uh, are going down a little bit, and, and the report didn't reflect that, that, that dynamic. But every other good, food, gas, energy, you name it, uh, the, the core inflation rate was, was through the roof. And when you can't acknowledge reality, when you have trouble uh, acknowledging the, the, the challenge in the first place, it's hard to, to spin it in, in a positive direction and have a plan to, to solve the problem. So that could be it. Maybe it's um, people reacting to, hey, hey, don't, don't, don't whiz on my leg and tell me it's raining. Uh, I, I filled up my car with gas and got groceries the other day. I know what's going on. Don't pretend this isn't a big deal. Maybe, maybe people are pissed off about that. I don't know. I filled up my gas tank the other day, and every time I'm re-shocked. Yeah. It's not like I've gotten used to it. Well, right. Yeah, and and so Joe Biden's saying this is, this is old news because gas has gone down. Well, it has, but it's still shockingly high. I don't think there's anybody filling up their car with gas right now, or God help you if you're filling up an SUV like I do, um, who's thinking, oh, that's nice. That's a, that's a little relief. No, it's yeah, still, hey, it's sh- not 97 bucks today. It's 94. Yes. 94. Yes. Like $150 to fill up my SUV. Well, you, Crazy. you drive, it's like a semi-trailer. It's enormous. Yeah. yeah. And I pull a boat everywhere in case I decide to go to the lake. So right, keeps right. the mileage down. But um, You ever decide you do want to go to the lake and you don't have the boat with you? What are you going to do? Nothing. Oh. You're going you're gonna to go home pissed <laughs> off. So you tow the boat. <laughs> it's called being prepared. You're a Boy Scout. Politically, I'm not sure if it matters if we're in a recession or not, as opposed to we think we're in a recession. So the definition oh, is yeah. right. two mm-hmm. contracting quarters in a row. And you usually, and you find out after you're three months into a recession, right? That's just the way they work. Um, percentage of Americans that think we're already in a recession. Over half of Democrats think we already are. So that doesn't help. Uh, 53% of Democrats say we're in a recession. 65% of independents. 78% of Republicans. So it averages out to about two-thirds. Two out of three Americans say we're already in a recession. So good luck with your whole everything-is-fine talk mm-hmm. if two-thirds of Americans believe we're currently in a recession, and they're almost certainly right. Oh, that reminds me. I need to finish watching this video that the Wall Street Journal put out. They were talking about how in all of the previous recessions, the post-WW2 recessions, the rise in prices, um, uh, the uh, um, the uh, was it the rise in prices or, oh, now I can't remember. But it always coincided. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The drop in economic production, which is what a recession is, drop in the GDP two consecutive quarters, if you're going to be formal about it, it has always, every single time, that downward curve coincided with an upward curve in unemployment claims. But this time it's not so. Unemployment claims are continuing to stay steady or drop, and how weird that is, yeah. and how everybody's trying to figure out exactly what it means and how it's going to shake out. Um, I'll watch the rest of that and see if they have any interesting insights, but these are just weird, weird times. I've got uh, COVID with a dash of monkeypox, mm. or maybe just a cold, but uh, that's why I sound the way I sound. Uh, we have some breaking news, if true. I have to throw in the if true, because the Washington Post has had many stories like this. Uh, over the last couple of years about Trump that turned out not to be true. But here it is. Democracy dies in darkness, Jack. Don't forget that. If it's true, it's big. The former president, Donald Trump, is eyeing a September announcement that he will run 
according to two Trump advisors, who, like some others interviewed for this article in the Washington Post, spoke on the condition of anonymity to describe private conversations. One confidant put the odds at 70-30 he announces before the midterms, and others said he may still decide to announce sooner than September. So the Washington Post claims they have sources that have been in the meetings with Trump, and he's talking about announcing before the midterms. Good Lord. He does like being the center of attention. And hadn't noticed. Hey, all you yuck, yuck Republicans trying to get attention. I'm about to announce like 45 days before your election. And ain't nobody going to talk about nothing but me running for president now. So good Ugh. luck. Ugh. And he's right. That's, I'm going to retire and open up a pizza joint. People come in and say, I heard Trump's running. I'll say, eh, I got to get the pizza ready. If you want to drive him crazy, it. just say eight more years or 12 more years. Or 16 would do it good. You'd really drive him into the loony bin. Yeah, that's not as fun, <laughs> funny after <laughs> you tried to do what you did. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. oh, got a great email about life in the uh, late 70s, early 80s with the super high interest rates and inflation. We'll share that with you next hour. If you can't stick around, grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.